Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done on this earth. As we go on our journey in these last days, Lord, we see that it is really time for your will to be done in our lives on this earth. We want to fulfill the prophecies that we read in your word. We want to be among those who it shall be said of them, Here are they that keep the commandments of God and have the faith of Jesus, that your will may be done on this earth. Lord, make us instruments by which this your will shall be fulfilled on the earth. We know that we need a training. We need an education for us to be qualified to be among these people. We pray, Lord, that these words we will hear now shall be a means by which we shall be trained. On that note, Lord, please grant each and every one of us the gift of your Holy Spirit to grant us understanding that we may rightly divide the word of truth and put your words in my mouth that I may speak as the oracles of God. Blessings to all who listen. In Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen. Conflict and Courage, March 27 A Safe Path And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel, that they go forward. Exodus chapter 14, verse 15 God in his providence brought the Hebrews into the mountain fastnesses before the sea, that he might manifest his power in their deliverance and signally humble the pride of their oppressors. He might have saved them in any other way, but he chose this method in order to test their faith and strengthen their trust in him. The people were weary and terrified, yet if they had held back when Moses bade them advance, God would never have opened the path for them. It was by faith that they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 29. In marching down to the very water, they showed that they believed the word of God as spoken by Moses. They did all that was in their power to do. And then the mighty one of Israel divided the sea to make a path for their feet. The great lesson here taught is for all time. Often, the Christian life is beset by dangers and duty seems hard to perform. The imagination pictures impending ruin before and bondage or death behind. Yet, the voice of God speaks clearly, Go forward. We should obey this command, even though our eyes cannot penetrate the darkness and we feel the cold waves about our feet. The obstacles that hinder our progress will never disappear before a halting, doubting spirit. Those who defer obedience till every shadow of uncertainty disappears and there remains no risk of failure or defeat will never obey at all. Unbelief whispers, let us wait till the obstructions are removed and we can see our way clearly. But faith courageously urges an advance, hoping all things, believing all things. The cloud that was a wall of darkness to the Egyptians was to the Hebrews a great flood of light, illuminating the whole camp and shedding brightness upon the path before them. So the dealings of providence bring to the unbelieving darkness and despair, while to the trusting soul they are full of light and peace. 
the path where God leads the way may lie through the desert or the sea, but it is a safe path. Amen. The title of our devotion for today is A Safe Path. And we have to read Exodus 14 downward to understand the commentary on this devotion. It says in Exodus 14, reading from verse 9, But the Egyptians pursued after them, all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, and his horsemen and his army, and overtook them encamping by the sea, and beside Pihahiroth before Bausephon. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. And they were sore afraid, and the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. And they said unto Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us, to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt? saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians. For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. Wow. What kind of complaint is this? It was better for them to serve the Egyptians. Hmm. Let's go on in the reading now, verse 13. It says, And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom you, you have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel, that they go forward. But lift thou up thy, thy rod, and stretch out thine hand over the sea, and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And the angel of, the, of God, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them, and the pillar of cloud went before their face and stood behind them. And it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel, and it was a cloud and darkness to them, but it gave light by night to these, so that one came not near the other all night. Verse 23 says, And the Egyptians pursued and went in after them to the midst of the sea, and all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. And it came to pass, that in the morning watch, the Lord looked unto the host of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire, and of the cloud, and troubled the host of the Egyptians, and took off their chariot wheels, that they drave them heavily. So that the Egyptians said, Let us flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord fighteth for them against the Egyptians. But the children of Israel walked upon dry land in the midst of the sea, and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. Amen. It is this that prompted the quote in the devotion that said, The people were weary and terrified, yet if they had held back when Moses bade them advance, God would never have opened the path before them. It was by faith that they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land. In marching down the very water, they showed that they believed the word of God as spoken by Moses. They did all that was in their power to do, and then the mighty one of Israel divided the sea to make a path for them, for their feet. End of quote. You see, we are to live by faith. We do not need to see everything clear before we move. 
as the children of Israel showed their faith by their works, that's by moving forward, the sea had not yet parted. I remember one time I was going to my place where I was staying and the rain had fallen and there was a lot of water somewhere. I didn't know. I had to change my direction and try to follow another path. And as I was following that path, I was coming close and just from afar I could see that this new path I had taken was also flooded. What did I do? Was I going to walk on water? No. Even though I had not yet reached, I turned back to find another place to go. This is to show that I did not believe that that water was going to part for me. So why did the children of Israel go to the Red Sea even when it had not yet parted? That was to show that they had faith. You see, when we have faith in God's word, we are not to look at the things that are happening around us as evidences to show whether our faith is going to uh, deliver us or not. Faith is to follow the word of God. If God says go, then you go. You are not to be looking at circumstances that you are planning in your mind, your imagination will be telling you, oh, this is what is going to happen, or that's what is going to happen. Just do what the word of God says. As an application to us in these last days, we have a lot the Lord has asked us to do in preparation for the coming trouble. All these things, we need to do them in faith. Don't tell yourself, it won't work, it won't work. No, do what God has said, whether it is health reform, whether it is dress reform, whether it is the Sabbath reform, obey God's word. Do all of them in faith. And you will see that the obstacles that you see ahead of you, that looked as if they were going to hinder your progress, they will go away. We need to learn the lesson on faith. Look at an example, despite sight now, from the story of Peter when the Lord called him in the book of Luke chapter 5. It says there, Now when he, Jesus, had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep, and let down your nets for a draught. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night, and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and their net brake. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships, so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him at the draught of the fishes which they had taken. What does this lesson teach us? Peter was fishing all night and could not catch one fish. That was an obstacle to his progress. And it is in the night you catch fishes, not in the daytime. And now the Lord is telling him, let down your net. Was it to be left for Peter's intelligence alone? He did not see how he was going to get any fish. But because it was the word of God that had spoken, he said, nevertheless, at your word. And he, trusting in that word of God, let down his net. And you know the rest of the story. We should learn to have faith in God's word. Don't have faith in what you are seeing around you. We do not walk by sight, but we walk by faith. And what does that mean? Simply hear the word of God and obey. Trust and obey. That's what we sing. For there is no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Trust his word. If the Lord is asking you to do whatever needs to be done in these last days, in keeping his commandments, it may look to you that if you keep his commandments, this is what is going to happen or I'll lose my job. Oh, if I do what the Lord asks me to do, my family will break. I will not have peace anymore. 
I will lose my friends or I will not be able to eat because to you obedience to God is spelling doom and gloom but the Lord is saying to us go forward as we read in uh, Conflict and Courage page 93 paragraph 3 says the great lesson here is taught for all time often the Christian life is beset by dangers and duty seems hard to perform the imagination pictures impending ruin before and death and bondage behind yet the voice of God speaks clearly go forward we should obey this command even though our eyes cannot penetrate the darkness and we feel the cold waves about our feet the obstacles that hinder our progress will never disappear before a halting doubting spirit those who defer obedience till every shadow of uncertainty disappears and there remains no risk of failure or defeat will never obey at all unbelief whispers let us wait till the obstructions are removed and we can see our way clearly but faith courageously urges an advance hoping all things believing all things end of quote as we come closer to the end of our probation and the great uh, the general probation of the world not just our personal lives now as we come nearer to the to the day when jesus will come we need to exercise this kind of faith obedience is going to be harder it looks as if if i don't cave into the demands of the world i'm going to lose my life how will i be able to eat they said that we must disobey the word of god and if i don't do it i will not be able to secure my job if I don't change my documents, I will not be able to retain my job. Or if I don't cheat in the exams, I will not pass. You are told that the only way to succeed in this life is by breaking the commandments of God. And you picture in your imagination only poverty ahead of you. You picture in your imagination, oh, if I don't start to dress like the rest of the world, a husband will elude me. And then you say, I cannot continue like this, but the word of God is speaking to you. Don't stop, go forward. And you say, oh no, I need to go back to Egypt. I need to go back to my life of sin so that I can survive. But God is saying to you, go forward. Those things, those obstacles that are that you're seeing ahead of you, they will not go away unless you move forward. In these last days, we, we are going to need a faith that can endure hunger, weariness, and delay. If you are the type who always cuts corners, you will not be able to endure in that time. You need to learn through the little experiences that the Lord is bringing to us today when it looks to you like everybody is doing this evil thing and unless you do it, you are not going to get what you want. At that time is the time to exercise faith. Go forward. Do what the Lord asks you to do. You are receiving your education, your training. And when you learn to exercise faith in these little things, it is preparing you to exercise that great faith that will be needed by those who are going to be compelled to worship the beast and his image, who are going to be compelled to disobey God. If you are not passing now, you will not be able to pass then. If the little temptations you are passing through now, when you are seeing obstacles, it looks to you like, oh, I cannot succeed in life unless I write the Sabbath exams. I cannot succeed in life unless I dress like the world, unless I speak like the world, unless I change my documents, unless I continue in adultery. If you are the type who always cuts corners and say, well, let me just do it for now. After now, I will repent. You have failed the exam. You have failed and you are not going to pass the test unless the Lord brings to you another test and you pass it. Then you start developing your, your faith. 
and when that great test comes in the future you will be able to stand don't deceive yourself there are many people who say in that day we'll be able to stand but today you cannot stand he that is faithful in that which is least will be faithful in much if you cannot move forward with the small temptations that you are passing through today what is deceiving you telling you that in that day when they put a gun in my head and say either follow god or not and then you say i'll follow god you think you will say that you will peace on your path you will even you even defecate on yourself that day your knees will knock and you will receive the mark of the beast don't let the devil deceive you the small test today when you don't pass them you will fail the bigger one in the future conformity to the worldly demands today will not make it a hard matter for you to conform tomorrow step by step if you are yielding to worldly demands and customs you will not find it a hard thing to receive the mark of the beast in the future the lord is bringing to us our trials smaller trials today would you go forward or would you go back to egypt that's what the lord is asking in that day the lord is going to walk a mighty deliverance for his people but today you need to see the lord working a mighty deliverance for you by you keeping his commandments in spite of all the obstacles you your imagination is picturing for you in spite, in spite of all the distress that you know you may pass through if you do not learn it now you will not be able to exercise the faith to believe that the Lord will work a deliverance for you in the last days during the time of trouble. Those people who are going to stand in that day are people who have gone through the training. If you have not gone through the training, you will not be able to stand. So we need to apply this. In that time, Ezekiel 20 verse 12, we are told the Lord's people are going to be separated by the commandments of God, especially the fourth one and at that time god's free and commandment keeping people will be tormented we know that there are going to be two threats like i've been saying revelation 13 a threat to those who are keeping god's commandments revelation 14 a threat to those who will worship the beast what does this mean following the customs of the world and disobeying god's law and then also those who will keep commandments of god will be threatened what will you do what you are doing today determines what you will do tomorrow Check yourself now. Have you been caught in corners? We know who you are going to be tomorrow. You need to learn. The training that the Lord is bringing to us today, we need to pass it. The distress that God's people are going to pass, we already read something about that yesterday. And I still want to read something now from Great Controversy, page 626. It says, As the decree issued by the various rulers of Christendom against commandment keepers shall withdraw the protection of government and abandon them to those who desire their destruction, the people of God will flee from the cities and villages and associate together in companies, dwelling in the most desolate and solitary places. Many will find refuge in the strongholds of the mountains, but many of all nations and of all classes, high and low, rich and poor, black and white, will be cast into the most unjust and cruel bondage. The beloved of God pass weary days bound in chains, shot in prison bars, sentenced to be slain, some apparently left to die of starvation in the dark and loathsome dungeons. Also, we read in testimonies in page 604 of Great Controversy, it says the powers of earth uniting to war against the commandments of God will decree that all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, that's Revelation 13 verse 16, shall conform to the customs of the church by the observance of the false Sabbath. All who refuse compliance will be visited with civil penalties and will finally be declared that they are deserving of death hmm. at this time 
what will you do? Today's test is telling us what we will do. But if you will have the faith today, you will be able to have the faith tomorrow in what I'm about to read. What is it, what is it that is going to happen? The Bible already is telling us that we can take courage and rest assured that there is a deliverance. As there was a deliverance for the people of Israel from Egypt, as it was sure, so also there will be a deliverance from us, for us from the sins of this world and from the evil that they are bringing upon us. The lesson is for us today, learn to exercise faith in the little things that the Lord brings, the tests that come to uh, make us want to go back to Egypt where it looks like, unless I sin against God, I cannot succeed in this life. From the place I am now, it looks as if if I move forward, there is danger, that's the Red Sea. And if I look back, it looks like the Egyptians are coming to get me. So if I keep going forward, that means I'm against them. So the best thing is for me to go and submit myself to Egypt. No, that's not the best thing. Have faith in God, brothers and sisters. The obstacles that hinder your progress will not go away unless you move forward in obedience to God's word. I pray that these words that are spoken will touch our hearts to have faith in God, that he has the power to deliver us from this world of sin. That regardless of what the imagination paints in our minds, and yes, we may even be passing through trials because of the decisions we have made in the past, and we see, oh, I kept God's commandments, this will not happen to me. Yes, the Bible says in 2 Timothy 3 verse 12, all that will live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. So it shouldn't surprise you. You must have faith to know, nevertheless, even if you are suffering, suffering persecution, the Lord will always provide for you. Your bread and water will be sure. The Lord has promised us because this experience was necessary for the children of Israel. God allowed them to pass through it and he also sees that it is necessary for us to pass through these trials. Why is it necessary? It is because it is only through this experience that we will have faith in God. We read in, in Conflict and Courage, page 92, paragraph 2, we are told, God in his providence brought the Hebrews into the mountain fastnesses before the sea that he might manifest his power in their deliverance and signally humble the pride of their oppressors. He might have saved them in any other way but he chose this method in order to test their faith and strengthen their trust in him. End of quote. Do you know that the, the Lord is choosing a method for you too, bringing you into the mountain fastnesses, into corners that are very trying? But the reason the Lord is bringing it is because he's seen that there's a greater trial ahead, coming a huge one. And he's training you that through these smaller trials, as he did for the children of Israel, it will help you to strengthen your trust in him. Now, when you exercise faith in God, in these little matters that are ahead of you, when you hold your ground and not cave in to the demands of the world, for a while it will look as if you are losing. So don't make no mistake, don't make any mistake there. At, for apparently to look like you are losing something but hold on have patience and when you have that faith and patience in god the lord will now deliver you it may take you months it may take you years you may have to suffer for 10 years maybe because of some decision you made in obeying god and you lost something 10 years you may remain like that but when the lord delivers you you will now realize now it pays to trust in god it's a training so that when the bigger trial comes, you will also lift up from the lessons you have learned in the past, the lessons of trust in God. It will not be a hard matter for you to trust in God. I hope that the Lord will help us to be comforted by these words, that we will exercise faith in Him. Whatever the trouble is, that we will do the will of God. 
regardless of what the consequences will be. Let us pray. Dear Lord in heaven, help us increase our faith. Help us, Lord, to develop trust in you. In times past, we have failed to trust you. We have told lies just to get out of trouble. We've cheated, we've changed and falsified documents. We like uh, we failed where Joseph passed, even getting into adultery so that we can get what we want. At these times, we went back to Egypt. Lord, please forgive us and help us. Tests are going to come to us today, tomorrow, in the future. We pray, Lord, that regardless of what that test is, we will not fail. That we will not tell lies to come out of our troubles. That we will not steal. We will not cheat. We will not covet just to get what we want. But we will keep your commandments regardless of the consequences. Teach us to have faith and trust in you, dear Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you.